Oh yes. The two of us. Yes. And then there were two. Right. This is my <laughs> bro, you know you realize you're my best friend and brother for almost like uh twenty years. You know that, right? Yeah, 20. 20 of them. Yeah. So, just about. Yeah, we getting there. Well, no, we there. Shit, I'm 14, yeah. I'm 34. Yeah, yeah I'm old as shit. So, you know, you know, you know what's coming now. I got to just be honest. Random. Yo! <laughs> Yo! We're here. Yeah. Pops no shit, man. All right? Every two weeks, yeah, you can pop those content and all type of stuff in shorts. Okay? Yeah. Just hit them with the randos, you know? Hit them with a the little randos. Tell them. You tell them so with the randos, man. Shouts out to everybody that's checking this, checking in on this right now, bro. This shit will be a, this, this shit, this, this a pop-up. This is going to be some content for y'all. Something for y'all to do. Yeah, a little pop-up. This ain't going to be on, like, Spotify and Apple Music. I'm sorry, I'm, I can't. Well, you know what? It might be. I'm lying. I might change my mind and just put it up there. I don't know. Who knows? I like editing, doing background music, all types of other stuff. You never know. Uh, my name is yeah. Joe Freeline. AKA Joe Willie, AKA Joe Fair Third. Uh, I have mm-hmm. my brother. Not Joseph. It's not Joseph. Hell, it's not Joseph. Uh, I have my best friend with my brother, man. Uh, the Godfather, my children. Timothy Jackson. How we doing out there? It is uh, T- Tim MF Jackson uh, on your social media platform. Uh, Timothy Jackson, uh, representing athletic connection with my 20 year best friend, and uh, you know, how we get out, we pop nose. Let's let's do a little something, something for the people. Real quick, bro, real quick. Okay, so look, so we were just talking about, so we were just shooting shit earlier. We were just shooting shit earlier and it's crazy, whatever, it's crazy. My father, my dad is somebody who is like a tough, he's a tough, like man's man type of dude. Like my father worked on a dock for like 30, 40 years of his life and has a college education and he just worked on a dock because it had benefits. No viable good reason. Union, pension, benefits for my kids, I can make some decent money. He got a degree Mm -hmm. in social services, all right? So, for me, my father is the example of someone that just, he makes some shit work. I have a 99 Cadillac. We have, I've taken my Cadillac to Firestone, I've taken my Cadillac to Midas, I've taken my Cadillac to all types of places, all right? My car never gets fixed when I go to those places. There is a spot on Lake Street. You were right before Walt, where I pulled where Walter is or whatever. Mm-hmm. My father said this. He said the following. He said, "Listen, stop going to these mainstream places. Their job is to fix the car so it works long enough so they can fix it again." Mm-hmm. Right up the street to these places that have like little Latino spots or whatever, you get with their mechanics. You let them use their parts. I promise you, you won't have to go back for at least another three or four years. He right, and you pay way less. For example, I have, like, like I said, I have not a Cadillac or whatever. I needed a new security key for my Cadillac, a new security key. Mm-hmm. The Cadillac dealership is gonna charge me fifteen hundred for a new security key. So fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Hold on, what is it for? For the you know for the goofies? What's the security? Okay, so. So on here, on actual, on actual, oh shit, hold on, and boom. There it is. So that black part of the key or whatever is a way mm-hmm. where if someone else would try to use a different key, they wouldn't be able to start the car up. So it's a security key, so I could actually use it on my car. Right, it's got the chip in there. Right. Okay. That's something that actually did it. Now, 
Cadillac, the dealership itself said it's 1500. We got to order the key. Then we got to put this up as a parcel there, blah, 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 blah. My father said, no, we're going to tow the car. We're going to take it somewhere else. Appreciate you. Towed the car from Schaumburg to Maywood. Okay. Mm-hmm. The tow was $75. I paid for the tow. He that said, was a cheap tow. Yeah. You must yeah. be with the insurance or something. Because he found a way. Like, that's that, that's that's my, he found he finds a way. If you do nothing else, he find a way. So then after that, he's like, all right, son, give me two days. We're gonna figure this out. Give him two days. Figure it out. And then he's like, all right, I found somebody that can do it. I'm gonna drop the car off at this spot. I'll give you the address of where to go. Now listen, I'm driving up the street. In my, <laughs> I'm driving up the street. In my BM car this time, okay? I'm driving up and I right. can find this spot. I was like, Pops, where where is this? Where is this at, bro? Where where am right. I at? Where am I going? He's like, mm. he's like, you see train tracks? Yeah. You see a big empty building? Yeah. There you go. The one on first? Yeah. yeah. Right at the one right across the street from the baseball field? Yes. Ask me how much it costs to get my security key. How much? Yeah. Three hundred. 300. All yeah, they did, I'm right. all they did, copy the key the same way. Boy, my boy, my boy Googled it on how to use that key or how to fix it. Paired it, got it to work. Key work, I'm fine. All right. Mm-hmm. I get tired every three or four months. I don't go to Firestone. I don't go to Pet Boys. I go right up there on Lake Street where you can get either a, a new tire for 80 or a used tire for 45 or 50, all right? And mm-hmm. then that's fine, just the same way or whatever. The one thing I learned from my father was always, you make a way. You find a way, mm-hmm. you make a way. What's something that like you learned, whether it be from like your father, your grandfather, or just from like a male role model, just to be able oh. to find a way and make a way? Oh man, uh, it's so many. Um, you know, with my pops, I learned a lot of just, you know, for lack of better terms, kind of ground level type of knowledge. He's a tough, he's a hard, he's a, he's a smart, smart man, tough man, uh, came up in an era, you know, when you black, you, you know, a lot of black men that just lost their talent to their era in a closed way of thinking because people hadn't been free long enough to understand how how to pursue things. You know what I mean? It's like you had a lot of people that were talented athletes and all of that and got known just by chance, not that their family had a focused, concise effort. But, um, so, shit. My pops, I just learned of like working hard and keeping your head, don't walk with your head down, keep your head up, pay attention to situation type stuff. Um, Which is huge. I have some really funny stories about my dad, but I'm not gonna do my dad right now. I'm gonna do do somebody else that you just said, man, I'm figuring. Um, You can unmute yourself so I can hear the residual. But uh, but my my father, he's, well, okay, just out of respect, let me do a little. Um, 
when I was in high school, I used to, I was a baseball player and uh, I got into it with my head coach twice. It's really three times. My sophomore year, my junior year, and my senior. My sophomore year and my junior year, I got kicked off the team for like a week. And uh, both times we were 15 to three, and then we ended up going from winning like that in the season, like 18 to 16. You know what I mean? Like, definite slide. But, uh, ooh, we used to get into it so heavy. And uh, my senior year was the first time I, I didn't I didn't fight. I felt like when my coach got upset. But my pops, he was so smooth because he, whenever he talks about it, like I used to, he was like, um, one of the players was talking stuff about me, kind of like, you know, well, you know, Tim be tripping. Ooh. My father was like, no, nah, it, it take two to have an argument. And I used to ask him why he didn't stop or step in. And he was like, because that's two men. There's two men having an argument and having an issue. And you were speaking like a man. So I wasn't finna step in front of you for that. Because uh, I feel like you got to handle that type of stuff at the club. Right. Uh, and I remember, uh, so on one hand, he was looking at me like a man. But I remember uh, my, my, you know, my sophomore, maybe my junior year, we almost fought, my, my coach and I. And, uh, <laughs> he he came walking up on me. We were into it, you know. And like like my father said, these were really big big things that were going on because baseball was most important to me. And he was like coming at my life because of this shit. Like, like, he, was, he was saying really hurtful things. <laughs> like, I think maybe my junior year. I wasn't playing, and he was playing somebody ahead of me and something like that, and this is my most important year. And uh, the person ahead of me wasn't better. And somebody from the school, like, asked me why I wasn't playing, and I was just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> it wasn't saying nothing. Right. Oh, and I got out to pinch run, and I didn't do something right, or I thought I did it right. And he was like, you can be mad all you want, but I'm the one making the fucking line. She's like, ooh, shit. <laughs> you got me. You got me hot now, coach. You wanted me there. I'm there. You know, he's all, and I was just like, all right, that's about enough. I need you to get up. All, and I, and we would he would literally say things like that. And I would literally turn and be like, all right, that's enough. I need you to get up off my ass. That's enough. Right. Just, just raise up off. Like, literally say it like that at 16, 17 years old. But I felt like if you could be that frank with me, I could be that frank with you right back. Chill out, man. Right. Stop talking to me like that. I work hard. I I do my job, you know, and um, and I'm pretty damn good. But my I remember he walked. My coach walked up on me, and I stood up, and my father yelled my name, Tim. And I was like, man, he walking up on me like he gonna hit me. He was like, he ain't gonna hit you, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, just having, just not knowing at the time that that meant like, no, nah, this nigga, if this dude hits you, I'm going to fuck his whole world. <laughs> <laughs> he, you don't need to worry about none of that. He ain't finna touch a hair on your fucking head. You know what I mean? So to give me the respect to, to be reacting, but also um, still be a father at the same time, you know, my father, he don't take no shit. Right. And he tried his best to understand stuff. And without him, I would have never reached the heights I reached. But um, one of the things, uh, 
with me and my father, I just always felt like we were facing things together for the first time. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it was just like we're seeing things that that together that he never saw, and I'm sure it'll be like that with my kids. Um, with me, um, hopefully, uh, not as much because as we've seen, you know, the more you're familiar with stuff, the more people can go bigger than what you did. You know, what I mean? but. Um, when I was at UAPB, my choir director, um, he he was he had some some strong quotes that that really rang out to me, you know, which is crazy because it was none of my baseball coaches, it was my choir director. Um, he had he I remember one time he was getting on the music majors, and I was a music major, and he was getting on us about not knowing our music, and. He was just talking to us about work ethic, and it rang out so true. He was just like, you know, I already was practicing. You know what I mean? So I was looking at them like they didn't practice because I was an athlete. But now I understand being a musician and being kind of comfortable. I don't practice like this. But he was like, man, I used to be in the practice room for ten hours a day, <laughs> and I thought he and some people thought he was bullshitting, but he wasn't. He was serious. He was. He was serious. He was in that motherfucker ten hours a day. He could, he knew music forwards and backwards, and he taught me how to appreciate the subtleties and not to rush things, and to understand that you have to learn things for what they are first before you start trying to add your two cents onto them. Because in music, you do that. You know what I mean? Like when you're a musician or a singer, you get a piece of music. If you don't really read music, read music, or even if you do sometimes, you just, once you start understanding or you hear how it goes, you, you kind of add these little grace notes and things here and things there uh, that can take away from the music. You know, well, isn't what it was originally meant for. Right. And if you're doing that around people who understand what t different tones mean and say, it can be like, Putting a period at the end of a at the end of a question, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Putting a you know what I'm saying? Putting an exclamation point behind a whisper, right? You know, it's, it's like it, what you're saying isn't matching up. And he used to always just nail us on that. It was not written like this. If the composer wanted it that way, they would have written. You <laughs> used to fuck me up, man. You used to fuck me up. And uh, all right, so this is my story. This is the, the last thing I'm going to say about Dr. Bates. Uh, and you heard this story. One day I was sitting outside choir room and we had a transfer student. Uh, and by the way, his name is Dr. Michael J. Bates. Big up to him. He's retired now. You know, I think he moved back, back to Rockford, Illinois. I might have to go out there and see him. Rockford. Yeah, back out to Rockford, man. He's from Rockford, Illinois, baby. Yeah. Uh, he's a Sigma, and he's a part of my choir fraternity, New Afternoon. But um, we had uh, a transfer student named Grill, or Grill, Grill. He's from like Russia or Germany or something like that. I, I'm sorry for getting this stuff up. But he, he could play piano. Right. But he couldn't. He couldn't read music. He could play like, and he could play classically. You know what I'm saying? And couldn't read music. 
and uh, or it wasn't that good at it yet. He was oh. learning. Okay. And Dr. Bass was going over a piece of music with him, and this dude was tearing it up. He was he was playing it to the left and playing it to the right. He was he was all over this thing to me. I'm sitting outside the practice room, you know, because I was in my classical mode then. I'm just culturing and shit. I'm, this nigga kill it. <laughs> and Dr. Bates stop him. And he like, man, you missed that rest right there. And I'm thinking to myself, so what? Right. It sounds amazing. Right. And Dr. Bates says, you know, this rest is here for a reason. He said, this rest is here so the listener's mind can catch up to everything you're trying to you're trying to tell them. I was like, what? That was the deepest thing I had ever heard about, about music. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So the rest and the music is to help my dog out of it. Is to help the listener. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking it's to catch your breath. <laughs> Yeah, right, it's for the music. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, without it, they're just run on sentences without breaks and rest and all that. It's, all of the music is just a run on sentence. It doesn't make any sense. You got to indent on your next paragraph. Where's your indentation? You know what I'm saying? Just like when you're writing a story, you know what I mean? On another note, just not to sound like an old man, but none of these kids know how to write. What are we going to do? That's what if everybody just writes and then technology doesn't know how to write and then technology here and nope and communication fails because all you can do is speak it. I think I feel like I feel like that in itself is a whole nother thing that just I'm scared of for my children. Because I feel like no like the art of like really sitting down, having a notebook and just writing is a lost art. Yeah. That was for me, like on my mother's end, like when I when I was have an issue, she's like, here, write that. Write what? I right. Know. And I would write, and I'll be in that mob 45 minutes too. Yeah. I was writing. Like, bro, you remember Candy Grams? Yeah, Candy Grams, bro. Right. Nobody has good handwriting anymore. Nobody, nobody has Candy Grams for writing, right, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, like the stuff, like that small stuff, that writing stuff, like. Nobody's handing out candy. Crystal, Chris said. I mean, Joe said, nobody's handing out Candy Grams. Nobody's saying I can't get anymore, bro. I'm not sure of you. I don't want to see how fine you look. That's gross. Don't don't be on my podcast talking to your wife that way. That's disgusting. No what? No one. <laughs> I knows. could be on the podcast talking to my wife. No, you cannot be on the podcast talking to your wife when it's pops nose. Okay. We have yes, to talk pops nose. Look, look. The rest of y'all are married. I get it. You're happy. You love your tail. Hell. You know what? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Women are so much more uh, hardcore than us, man. Like yesterday, I come in with Crystal. Crystal just switched it up, switched her hair up. It looks so good. But she, she, you know, she had the locks, and she said, "Yo, I'm gonna cut them." I'm like, "Okay." And we come in from a walk, and she just grabs the scissors and starts cutting. I'm like, "Oh, what? You don't want to think about this?" Yo. Yo, listen, look, bro. I've never with one thing I can say about women. Straight faded. Is that looks that, good? With women, women can basically do whatever they want 
looks wise because they make everything that they do it just look like like it's nothing like for us we get a haircut every two weeks every two or three right. weeks. if your woman gets a haircut you're like i like that shit. yeah mm -hmm. hell yeah <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, but like for us, they see us every two weeks. So you got your haircut. That's like you look cute. I like that. But if you like, if you woman like, it's it's, it's three things. She changes the hair color, mm her -hmm. hair, a different style. That that changes the whole dynamic of. It changes the whole dynamic of a like, relationship. And with a new person, it's too much power. In the too world. much power. They don't need that much. They don't power. need that much power. That's stress. That's stressful. That's. It's stressful, stressful for me. I know that. I can't deal with it. It's stressful. It's like a whole nother person. And right. Come on. Pick, 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 pick one for me, one fast, right fast. Let me get used to this new person. And then let me get used to the next new person. Don't have ideas of who else you're going to be. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to stay consistent. You know what I mean? Like me, right. I got bald head, beard. I'm, I'm being consistent. Like, I'm, I'm not throwing curveballs at you right. this and changing into a whole nother person. It's so now I gotta watch out for a whole nother type of nigga. Right, it's braids and beard out of here. I'm not cutting the beard ever. Like, I'm not gonna shave my face so I can be a different person to match your difference. You know, I, so, I can't even match the difference. It's like, you get to change it, and now I'm stuck in the same one, and I got, I'm going to Turkey. I'm finna go get the hair. I'm going to Turkey get the hair today. <laughs> Look, look, it's it's real, it's real, it's a real simple thing, bro. Like I think, one, well, women are just women are. What's the simple thing? The hair transplant in Turkey. No, I, I was the hair transplant in Turkey. You can get a, you can actually get the hair tattoo if you want to get the hair tattoo. I don't want the hair tattoo. I want it. If God, if it God, doesn't God, grow. God, exactly. God forbid. You just gotta shave it. God, God forbid. You get, bro. You get the tattoo. You get your whole line back. You get your whole hairline back and everything. And you just gotta like get Yes. Yeah, bro. If God, God, God forbid, if I ever lose my hair, God forbid, I pray to God that never happens. You're not gonna get the hair tattoo. You're gonna look ridiculous. I'm gonna do huh? it. Look, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that shit. I can't, bro. I can't, bro. The hair tattoo, bro. I can't. I mean, I agree. You don't have a head for a bald head, but I love nobody my, told I love me my head was shaped off funny. I was just sitting one day looking at the mirror and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm embracing my hair right now. I cannot lose my hair, bro. I cannot lose my hair. I cannot. My son has a full head of hair, and I thank God he has a full head of hair because his, his mother his, his mother. Has I don't know how we got here. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's all my fault. We got all the way. It but is, to end my story, that was one of the most influential things I've ever heard of musician say. I think that, uh, to leave space in the music, and so. Yeah. But that can that can go that can go in life too. You know, like with like with your life. We're always in a rush to be able to move in a certain mm -hmm. time matter, a certain time frame. When honestly, it's not a matter of if; it's always a matter of when. So we just gotta embrace those times, kind of rest in the midst of chaos and rest in the midst of trouble, and just know that there's a better and better things gonna happen. So that just works. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I think one of the, I think one of the things I got was from watching, not actually having motivational. Anything. So my one of my band managers in my band in Indiana who gave me my first opportunity was a, a guy named Mark. I'm gonna call him Mark C. Um, I had never led a band before, 
I had never done anything mm-hmm. before, and I had never, I, I, I had watched a bunch of my comrades, colleagues, such as yourself, RJ Mitchell. Um, well, you led our band a little bit. No, I didn't know. I, I wasn't on it. Stop that. I didn't But watching him, I, I, I learned by watching him work. Mm-hmm. I need to work. I learned by watching people. Like, I learned by watching you work because I need to work. To be mm-hmm. like, and I think one of the coolest things he ever said to me was, um, in essence, he was like, um, he's like, look, man, um, it's not about you being a good singer. He's like, I just want you to have fun doing something you're already good at. Mm. And, and, and we, a lot of times you forget about the fun. Like you, yeah. as a parent, and as like, as a man, you forget about the fun stuff you do as like a man. Like with my kids, I sometimes forget they're babies. They're, they're like my three or four year old. They're, they're having fun. Yeah. They gotta have fun with some of this. They can't just be bored reading a book and everything else. Like, you gotta make it fun. My fifteen year old, yeah. when she's fifteen, she wanna have some fun. So shit, if we playing volleyball, let's make it fun. I'm gonna make this as fun as possible. Make it, you know what I'm saying? Make it mean something. But I think right. that's the most influential things I got, just making stuff fun, enjoying your life, enjoying the space that you have and the gift that you have to be able to just be happy where you are. Not content, happy with where you are. Because if you right. try to get to a certain place and you're not happy with where you are, you ain't gonna be grateful for when you get there. You just still gonna be bitter. You know what I'm saying? Right. Be, you you got to learn how to be happy and love yours in my J. Cole voice. Like you got to be able to be, you got you got to be able to just be able to, to love yours and be able to be like, yo, man, the places I want to go and the things I want to do are exactly where I'm going to go and the things I want to do, man. With that being said, that being said, I appreciate you. I ain't going to hold you up too much longer. Uh, yeah. can, we, can, we, can we do a favor right fast? Uh, right now, if you're watching this video visually, or if you're listening, visually, the picture has changed to a young man, our little dude, PJ. It's his birthday today, which is why all the dope is known, because he's celebrating with his firstborn baby. Um, oldest born. Oldest. That's the oldest born. And uh, we celebrate his birthday. So PJ, happy birthday from Uncle Tim. Happy birthday. You gonna say that's not no no, no I'm good. I'm I have no voice. You gonna let this my man's yeah. Really? Some of that. Just keep going. I'll finish. Shout out to uh, Coach B. You know Coach B had uh, some uh, some other engagements too, so I appreciate him. Shout out to. Annie up and the circle click he was featured on there. Get that food. Uh, shout to Elijah who was on there last week. Mrs. Antoinette Houston is going to be <laughs> at the end of this as well. Also, uh, the homie um, uh, Way Cruz, who is a uh, inspirational singer, I will say. Uh, I will not call him and put him in the genre of what they call gospel or contemporary. I would say inspirational music. Um, also, shouts out to Mr. I am Jay Simon for the dope visuals, dope pictures, and everything else. Shouts out to Tim Jackson, who is actually uh, with 
the following things. That is your cue to go in three, two, one, sir, go. Hey, what's going on? You can catch, uh, you know, we're about to be back at the basement. I want to say big ups to the basement, open back up, get to work to Chicago musicians. I know you're going to be there with 479 on the 15th. It's going to be there, I guess it'll be Labor Day weekend, uh, May 29th. We're going to get hyped, man. We're going to have a good time, man. Uh, let's see. I don't know what the new term for, you know, having a good time is. Last time I heard it was today. I don't feel it's like It's going to be a lituation. A lituation? No, nah, that sounds good. Well, too. I heard some people saying that two years ago. Um, <laughs> but it's going to be a, a darn good time. A darn good time at the basement. <laughs> but um, no, just happy to be doing the music thing. And I uh, appreciate you, man. Joe Freeline, our, our producer extraordinaire. I work for three shows. Um, and just lighten it up. We're going to be coming back, back at you. And uh, what's up with this wrestling show, man? I'm getting intrigued. Uh, that is with Hot Take Wrestling. Hot Take Wrestling Podcast is with NMG TV Network. Um, this is for all my wrestling fans, all my pro wrestling fans, indie wrestling fans. There's a whole culture of wrestling that honestly, it would take hours for me to catch you up on, okay? And I don't have the time. Don't talk to me like that. I mean, like, I can't. I know that I'm not as well versed as you are in it, but I understand. Like, I watch Young Rock, so I'm. No, stop. Well stop. <laughs> stop. Stop the cat. I can't allow I watch that. Young Rock. That's one so that thing. That makes me an expert. Listen, and wrestling. Let me let me and business from that time. Let me let me explain something to you about the rock that I need to be able to, to tell people right now, okay? And this is gonna be hard pressed. I'm gonna say it here because if I say it anywhere else on the podcast, I'll get I'll get I'll get shunned. I am a fan of the rock, but I do not think he's one of the goats. Now leave it there. Now, me saying I'm watching Young Rock. Even though he's my goat, well, him and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. Even though I love, I, you know, I came up in a time of, you know, uh, Ultimate Warrior, you know, Hulk Hogan, um, those folks, my Randy Man, Macho, uh, Macho Man, Randy Savage. Yeah. We'll snap it to a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, but um, I, for me, the time when I most watched it was watching conflict between the Rock and, and Stone Cold, but that's neither here nor there. I wouldn't say that the goat. I wouldn't expect you to say something like that. It sounds like a very run-of-the-mill answer for someone to be like, "The Rock's the goat." I, you know what I'm saying? It's like you haven't watched much wrestling, man. I have, but I will say this: watching Young Rock, I could understand why he could be the goat because he grew up around a lot of great wrestlers. Great show. It's no, a, also a great show. Also a great show, by the way. It's a great show. It's a great show. One of the best family shows. Only that and Kale is actually a family show. I tried to uh tried to watch Jamie Foxx with the, with the kids and the Jamie Foxx show. Um something about his dad with uh David Allen Greer. Dad stop embarrassing me. They're cursing in every like every scene. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. That's why they're doing it on Netflix. That's why I do it on Netflix. I guess, because I thought it was a family show. No, not at all. No, this ain't for the family. I thought that was what it would be too. But you know, Jamie Foxx, he's wearing a, he, he, do, he always does something. Um, 
if you guys have any guys anything you want to do like uh interviews or anything like that or anybody that wants to be on the show please feel free i reach out to everyone all the time i reach out i'm about to reach out to somebody to do another feature on their music um four pops knows uh i reach out us. oh if you have motivational quotes Johnny, all things all those things you said who john the author john the author i will hit him up via instagram and see if we can borrow a little taste of some samples of the music or whatever and go from there um other than that though man that's it it's a pops no short yeah, yeah. We're not gonna keep you on too long anymore, bro. We're gonna we're gonna make sure it's short, sweet, and simple. Start your morning off right away. Get you someone on the lunch. Oh, yeah. Listen oh, to yeah. or whatever. If you want oh, yeah. to be able to discuss other things and content of all things Americana, let me know. Americana is one of my favorite words. I'm gonna keep saying it so I understand. So y'all understand. Wait, I don't even isn't that a coffee drink? I don't know. Just 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 know that I like using that word. Um, by the way. Merch is coming soon. Trust me on it. Yes. Like, share, subscribe, comment, add a whole bunch of things. I don't care if it's negative feedback or good feedback, okay? Y'all have seen people get on our page and say some stuff like, you spelled that wrong. That's not right. Appreciate you guys for doing that because I can't spell. I went to Walter. I don't know any better. Secondly, positive feedback. Always needs that. Support everyone. Always beautiful. Shouts out to Actual Factoids, the Actual Factoids, which is now going to be another show under uh, Tim's co-host Tenny, which is going to be awesome. I don't know if he's doing it on Pop Snow's umbrella. Might just be his shit, but I want to shout him out anyway. Shouts out to NMG TV Network for giving us the opportunity to also record in their studios, which we'll be talking about very really soon. We'll probably do. Oh my god! Awesome. All right. Shouts out to everybody because right now Pop Snow's on the move, and we could not do this without you guys. We're a big fucking deal. Look at my fingers. Look at my fingers. That's what the fingers. Look at my goddamn finger. Okay. I'm like pointing at people. I'm pointing at you. God pointing at you. You. Well, not you. You. Okay. You are important. You make this man. Matter. My cereal is getting soggy. Let's go eat your cereal. You could have hopped off already. I'm talking to the people right now. Oh, the people. Okay. Bye, people. Bye, Joe. Wait, people. Bye, people. Bye, people. Bye, people. Bye, people. Bye. People. Bye. All right, man. The following episode of Pop Snows is sponsored by We are so incredibly grateful for you. Um, liking and sharing and follow us on Pops Knows. Please make sure that you follow us on Facebook, our Instagram, and also our Twitter and our YouTube channel. Like, share, uh, comment as much as you can as well. I would say hi, but that's such a knee-jerk salutation. I would much rather say add another zero, you know, to make up for reparations. Wait, too soon? Nope, right on time. Hit my line, I'm officially done with any and everyone trying to take away my shine. I ain't got time, alarm's been ringing. Tired of slow singing and flower bringing. Being part of my upbringing, uprising and up swinging. Care less about all your feelings and more about how I'm feeling. Get it? How I'm feeling. And right now I'm feeling like I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't.